Welcome to this special episode of the Kamunda Nation podcast, where we're talking to our Kamunda champions around the world. My name is Josh Wolf. I'm a developer advocate at Kamunda coming to you from New Zealand, and this is Kamunda Nation. First up, we're headed over to Germany, where Niall Dehan, also a developer advocate, is talking with Luca Buchholz, our global community manager, about the Kamunda Champions program itself. Well, hello. I'm Niall Dehan, and I'm here with one of my um, favorite colleagues. I'm here with Luca. We're going to be t- chatting a little bit about something that Luca has been working on for quite a while and essentially shaped into what it is now, which is the uh, Commander Champions program. Do you want to say hello, Luca? Hello, everyone. Yeah, I'm Luca. I'm the Global Community Manager here at Kamunda. And personally, I'm super enthusiastic about building projects or programs that help our community to thrive. So over the past three years, I've built a support program for our global Kamunda meetup organizers. And yeah, just some months ago, we actually launched the Kamunda Champion program that I'm extremely excited about. That's awesome. I'm I'm here, of course, to interrogate you a little bit about that, because we're going to be hearing a lot from the people who are involved as participants, but we're not going to hear so much about how it came to exist. So let's give some good insight into that. And my first sort of burning question is, and this is probably from someone who is on your team and has seen you do this, but uh, what actually inspired you to take on this program? What was it that you thought uh, existed that needed this program? Yeah, so at Kamunda, actually, I would say we are extremely lucky because we have a really invested and dedicated community. And there are even like some community members who always go like above and beyond. And yeah, they put so much time and effort into our community and they really make the community a much nicer and more welcoming place, I would say. But at some point, we on the DevRel team realized that we don't really have a formal way of reaching out to those individuals. And we don't really have a formal way of giving credit to those dedicated community members. And that's actually why we came up with the idea of building the Kamuna Champion Program, really to give credit to our most active community contributors and really set them up for success. And were there other programs in existence that would have inspired you to create this? Because it seems like a very well-designed program. I'm wondering if you took some ideas from other programs that already existed or spoke to other people with these programs? Well, there are definitely a lot of great programs, uh, especially in the tech industry, but also ambassador programs, generally speaking, is um, a big thing. And I also had the chance to talk to some community managers before about their programs. For example, Twilio had a really, really great program and I was able to talk to their community manager but of course this program is really dedicated to our community members and to the Kamunda community and we also want this program really to be shaped by its members so we launched this program in April but and of course we have a lot of things in mind uh, how this program should look like but now we got 
extremely great feedback from the members uh, that have just joined in June. And yeah, they really should shape the program and give a direction where it should go because we really want to adjust to meet their needs. Yeah, that's a that brings me actually to what are the kind of people who you expect this program to appeal to mostly? Kamunda's got an incredibly broad community because it is both a technical tool and also a tool that might be used by business analysts and even by meetup organizers who are really into Kamunda as a concept. So what, what kinds of individuals is this program aimed at? Yeah, so Kamuna champions are uh, loyal, helpful, and collaborative community members who actually support the Kamuna community. For example, as you just said, there are people who organize a lot of meetups and really build user groups in their location. There are people who contribute code or they create content, for example, they write blog posts or uh, create tutorials and so on and so forth. So there are a lot of ways how people can get involved in the program, but something that I think is extremely important is that there's no one size fits all because there are some people who might really enjoy speaking in front of a big crowd and talk about Kamunda at a conference, but some people might really not like that. And instead they really like to um, answer questions on the forum, for example, and really help other people to get onboarded. So there are really a lot of ways how people can be active. And we really want to encourage people to do more of what they really enjoy to do instead of forcing them to do things they don't really like to do. So there's no one size fits all, but definitely a lot of the people who are part of the program are, for example, meetup organizers. They're really active and contributing code. Yeah, they might create content or they answer a lot of questions on the forum. Cool. Uh, that's actually very, very clear by the, if you take a look at the individuals on the uh, in the program, it's it's very, very clear that there's a really nice, diverse group of people who can contribute in really different ways. And I, th- I think you've done a really good job in being able to offer people a way to contribute in the way they want to. But with, with that in mind, what sort of support do we actually offer the champions in, uh, from Commander? Because these are people who, in all, most cases, have been part of the community for a while. And what kind of things are they looking to gain from being part of a program like this? So the Kamunda Champion Program is a one-year-long program, and of course, there are certain benefits related um, to it when you're part of the program. So for us, it's really about also visibility and really showing the people that we appreciate all the work that they are doing. So we present them on our website, they get special badges. But for example, we also give them access to a network of fellow champions, and they also have access to people at Kamunda. And yeah, we do um, Kamunda champion events, so uh, regular meetings. And of course, there is special swag because um, a champion program, of course, needs swag. Yeah, so there's a lot that we try to do. And as I said before, we really try to adjust to meet the needs of the members. And we are always gathering feedback from uh, the members. Yeah, I've noticed that myself because I'm always 
glancing into the Slack channel with the champions to um, just find out their point of view and things I might be planning on doing. Maybe some tutorials I've created might be relevant or get good feedback from them. But also one of the things I noticed, which is I think one of the things you were aiming to do was you created a system by which a champion may say, hey, I've just built this new integration. And then they have an internal way of being able to promote that in their own channels and also just be able to support each other it's a nice way of getting together people who have a very similar um, mindset. With that in mind, I'm assuming people who are listening to this are already wondering how exactly someone might want to get involved in this program. And I can see for myself that we have a community that really draws people in. And I'm sure that even if they're beginners to the Kamunda community, they would still maybe want to strive to become a bigger focus. How do people get involved? Yeah, so in June, we actually uh, welcomed our very first cohort of champions. We already have 14 champions so far, but people can definitely still apply because there will be a next cohort of champions starting in November uh, this year. And we have a website. There uh, people can find a lot of information about the program. And at the bottom of the page, there is an application form where people can just apply. And yeah, if people are wondering like, okay, am I even a good fit? Or I don't know if I should apply either, just do it anyway, and we will be in touch. Or you can also reach out to champions at kamunda.com and you can reach out to us and we are super happy to also support you along your way. Maybe you say, okay, right now, maybe I'm not a champion, but I really want to get involved more in the community. And this is something where we, really want to support and the DevRel team is always happy to get involved and to involve you more in the community. Yeah, I think one of the things about the Champions program that I love is that it's not about trying to gatekeep anything. It's about seeing that people are making a really positive impact and trying to offer them the rewards they kind of deserve and the, the attention they deserve for their work. And that's a really cool thing. So I'm very glad this program exists. Thank you so much, Luca, for answering these questions. I'm looking forward to seeing whatever um, new champions show up in the Slack channel in the next little while. So thanks a million. Thank you. Bye-bye. Next, we're headed to the US to meet Kamunda champion Michelle Chand. Congratulations on becoming a Kamunda champion. That's a real recognition of your activities and expertise in that area. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I'm thrilled to be part of the first cohort. Thank you, Josh. We met when you organized this, I think the South Florida Kamunda meetup. Yes, it's South Florida user group. And yeah, we you had a session with us where you talked about ZB. Yeah. And how did you, I guess you, you're in South Florida that you're in the States at least. I know that much. Yeah. Perhaps you could yeah. give like a, an introduction yeah. of background who you are, where you sure. are. Yeah. So, so I live in the Southern part of Florida in the USA and I, I work for a SaaS based company here in the US and we make human capital management software. So ranging from recruiting products to onboarding, HR, timekeeping, and payroll products. And I'm a senior manager of product management here at the company I work for is called UKG. 
and I manage a team of other product managers and my team supports workflow for business process automation and notification needs across the entire company and all of the products that we sell to our customers. Great. And how did you get into organizing the user group? Well, my company, we built a homegrown solution, a homegrown workflow solution, and it served us well for the past 15 years. But we started looking at other types of workflow engines on the market, and we found Komunda. It checked all of our boxes. And then about three years ago, that's when we started working on a project to really replace that homegrown solution and go with Komunda. And then living in South Florida, I started asking around, like, are there other Komunda customers? Are there other people who are interested in business process automation and want to understand how they went about doing their, if, if they have an engine, how did they went about doing their configurations and what are the tools that they use? And so I looked on Komunda's website to see if there was any user group or any community in the area and there was none. So I decided, well, let me start one. So I reached out and I got in touch with Luca and her team and they were very awesome getting me up and running with a meetup group site and gave me all the materials that I needed to get the group up and running and started. And I was able to meet other customers in the area that were using Komunda or customers maybe who were using something else and they were interested in using Komunda or just learning more about business process automation. So it's been a really awesome journey because we started this group about two years ago. And now I have over a hundred members and we have we try to have quarterly meetups. So we meet maybe four times a year at best, but then we're trying to increase that to maybe six to eight times a year. Wow, cool. And you spoke at the recent Komunda Community Summit about creating Komunda user groups. Yeah. How did that go? Yeah, I thought it went really well. We had a lot of great participation. Even some uh, people who joined were saying, oh, I'm going to go start an, a meetup group in my my community now because it's a great way to network and meet people in like-minded people in your area. So it was good. I think we, we had over 80 people that joined that that session and lots of good conversation coming out of it. I think there were going to be three or four new meetup groups that were going to start up because of that session, which is, which is awesome. Well, it's great. And what motivated you to become a Komunda champion? I think it's just networking and showing, showing people that, you can meet and learn from other people in your community and other companies and those who are interested in Komunda, who are interested in business process automation. I want to show them how they can learn how to meet those people and create a space for, for generating those kinds of relationships. And even though I'm not a, a developer per se, I'm, I'm in the product role, I interact with both business and technical people 
I, I think it allows me to bring both sides of people to the table to learn from each other, even if they have different questions about how to configure a process or how to learn about a new approach of doing something, just how to optimize the Komundo platform for their needs. I think that's what's really helping me and wanting me to motivate others to learn about Komundo. And that's why I wanted to become a champion. Awesome. And if you had one piece of advice for anyone who wanted to start a Komundo meetup group, what would that be? I'd say go for it. We have Luca is a very, very supportive individual. She, I reach out to her for all of my needs and Kamunda is there to support you all along the way. You're not alone. So just go for it. Start, just reach out and they will give you all of the materials and all of the help that you need to, to form a group. And now we're going south to Brazil to talk with Kamunda champion William Buzato. I'm software architect at CNG. I'm dedicated to digital transformation of large companies. At the moment, I work in, in financial services and I have a few MBAs. I'm about software architecture and another one in solution architecture. And I enjoy the challenges of architecture in complex scenarios. And I'm passionate about continuous learning and evolutionary architecture. As a hobby, I like to read about astrophysics, roller skates, and spend time with my newborn daughter. Awesome. And where, whereabouts do you live? Oh, that's a nice question. Uh, I live here, like in the middle of Brazil, in a city named Campo Grande, and my state is Mato Grosso do Sul. Epic. Also, how do I pronounce your name? William Busato. William Busato. Cool. It's an Italian name. My family name came from Italy a long time ago. Yeah, great. That's what, that's what it looks like for me, yeah. And then you're in Brazil. Interesting mashup. And so, William, how did you come into contact with uh, Komunda? That's a nice question. It all starts in a dark age before I know about BPMN workflow automation. <laughs> well, I was working in a company that was starting to adopt Komunda for their process. So long story short, my manager asked me, hey, we are planning to start a big project with Kamunda, and I would like you to manage the team and make things done. And that was a normal thing for me, except for this unknown word at the moment, Kamunda. He didn't know as well, so I started to look it up. And the next day I said, hey, uh, okay, I will do it. I thought by myself that was an amazing opportunity to learn something new, and I had some good feelings about it. So this seems to be really nice, and I was so excited that I started to read all Kamunda docs. I was watching all of Nio YouTube videos on Kamunda channel, and I also was watching talks from Bernd on some conferences on YouTube. 
And after a few months, I was putting it all on production. It was a really nice experience. My first touch with Camunda. Cool. And how long ago was that? Mm, maybe about two years ago when I started doing things with Camunda. Maybe less than two years. Less than two years. Okay. And then your meteor meteoric rise from first encountering Kumunda two years ago to becoming a champion, a Kumunda champion in two years. What motivated you to become a, a Kumunda champion? So uh, I really enjoyed to share my stories, even the unsuccessful ones. And I'm very passionate about exchange experience. I like to know how someone solved that problem. How did you think about the whole architecture, architecture to achieve business goal? And I have it to me that Camunda Champion Program is a way to maximize the community involve, in, involvement and for everybody. It's really a good step from Camunda to empower who wants to share, to teach, to learn, and to involve and care. So it's have been a really nice experience for me. And also, besides it's just two years, but have been a really intensive path uh, with a lot of learning and a lot of people that I have met in this journey. And for me, it's, it, it have been really nice to be part of it. Epic. And is there a particular aspect of Komunda that's your focus as a champion? Uh, yes, my main focus is in Camunda platform with cockpit, modeler, task list, and workflow engine, because we have to work with all of it in Camunda platform. And most of them, I have building solutions with .NET environment, with C Sharp, and a lot of integration. So my experience in Camunda, it's about someone have, have a business requirement. For example, if you have something to solve, uh, some business requirement or some new idea to your business, and don't matter what environment you have, uh, we can use Camunda to integrate to your solutions. That's my main focus, integrate Camunda with any kind of technology and any kind of stack that a company has. What's, what's that, that orange book behind you there? Ah, it's a C-sharp program. It's really old one. Oh. I was cleaning my, my stuffs here. It's a C-sharp programming. How do you find it with C-sharp? Uh, with Commander Platform, what do you do? Like external task worker pattern? Yes, yes. The Most of the works I have to do dealing with external tasks. Uh, for example, there was a company that already have some, some services and microservices that does stuff. And in this project in particular, I, with my team, we did uh, orchestration model. So we we was using Camunda for orchestrate microservices and services. I really like how Camunda deals with it. For example, uh, with if you have to deal with distributing transactions across your services, uh, you can implement Saga pattern really easy with BPM with Camunda. So Camunda have a lot of 
a lot of benefits to use it as a orchestration tool because you can change the order of the the services to be executed and you can change a lot of business requirements or business logic just in your model. Uh, you don't have to touch any of your services once it's already implemented. I also did uh, some small talks about using Camunda to orchestrate microservices because most of the projects that I have been working on was about it. The company have a lot of services in different places in the company. For example, uh, some teams or some squads had their services and other squads have other services, but there was some solutions that had to be integrated everything. So you can do it with different ways, but uh, I think Camunda fits in this scenario very well because you can start a, pro a process uh, with anything and you can see how your flow is going on in the web in a web page and then is is really easy to organize your structure and organize how different departments communicate with each other and you can bring the business people together with the techie team to think about the solutions and to organize everything so my experience working with Camunda is was really great because you can bring the business together to think about the solutions because everyone can understand BPMN. Awesome. Great. Anything else you wanted to add? I'm very excited about Camunda Cloud. I didn't uh, have many experience with Camunda Cloud yet, just by lab, just doing a few stuff for myself, but I don't uh, I didn't try it on production yet, but I'm really excited about how Camunda is bringing and developing a lot of solutions to, to help people to automate their workflows. And if you don't have the infrastructure necessary for that, uh, that's okay because Camunda have an infrastructure for you to use in, on the cloud. So it's a really nice approach. I, I love how it's going to is going to be integrated with a lot of solutions uh, like ZB, like BPM.io and everything else. And I'm really excited to try it out uh, in a real project because my experience so far is only with Camunda platform on public cloud environment. Most of them, uh, I also build the, the pipeline and everything to deploy Camunda platform on Azure. So you're in the whole Microsoft world then. You you run Windows on your desktop, I guess, if you're doing .NET Yes, I run Windows on my desktop. But I also use WSL, Windows Subsystem for Linux, because I like to try, try things out. And now it's really nice that Microsoft should have a Linux kernel and native in the, the Windows. So you can use Linux natively on your windows so it's really nice i can open up uh, for example any program that i uh, that i can install on linux i can install windows subsystem for linux and run linux side by side on my microsoft environment so it's certainly nice <laughs> so that's the nice thing about camunda you don't have to work with java you can use camunda with any 
with any kind of services that you have in your company. And Camunda doesn't care how they are written. Now we're headed back to Europe, to the far north of Russia, to talk with Kamunda champion Alexei Vinogradov. So I'm here today with Alexei Vinogradov, live from Russia. Yep, Russia, Novosibirsk. Thank you for uh, such welcome. And, you know, I got to be with you in this uh, little chat. Yeah, congratulations on becoming a Kamunda champion and also, I believe, the only Kamunda cloud champion, like the first, the number one in the world, the only one, like, winning in multiple categories. <laughs> yeah, for, uh, this is nice to hear. Thank you. And uh, this is an honor for me to be Kamunda champion and, of course, Kamunda cloud champion, I guess. So uh, do you want to just give a little bit of a kind of a background so people can get a sense of you? You're in Nova. Novosibirsk? Novosibirsk. 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 Yep. Uh, you know, my name is Alexei. I'm uh, almost 30 years old. My age is 27. And I programming like from... My, I create my first program when I was six years old, I guess. You know, it is an interesting story. Uh, uh, there were some free courses on programming, and I was like the youngest programmer in these courses. It was at school, and uh, it is the first time when I was at school. Actually, my grandma worked at the school, and uh, she suddenly decided that it's okay to take six-year-old boy with uh, a lot of adults to programming courses, and it is it was like Visual Basic, I guess some forms, some buttons, uh, so you click on button and something happens. This was very interesting to me, uh, but I think almost, I forgot almost uh, all of it afterwards because, you know, you are six years old and you you are interested in, in a lot of topics, but not on this one. Uh, I'm working as software engineer for like four years, four years, four years, I guess. Like, I'm mostly interested in Java and Kotlin and, uh, you know, distributing systems interest me a lot. And, uh, of course, I use Kamunda platform for, like, my everyday tasks, uh, not Kamunda Cloud. But, but we know we are trying to test it and uh, guess it is ready for production in our, in our environment, in our situation. So that's, that's practically all. I think. Oh, uh, I never thought about when I live. I live in Novosibirsk. It is like south of Siberia. It is the middle uh, of Eurasia, like continent, but we are in the middle of Asia and uh, actually Europe. Like, you know, it is an interesting place. So I lived uh, here all my life and uh, it is it is pretty big city if we are comparing other Russian cities. So you're using uh, Kamunda Platform daily in your job, and then how did you come into contact with Kamunda Cloud and get interested in that? Yep, you know, uh, in our scenarios, we have a lot of uh, process instances running on our Kamunda, Kamunda Platform, like environment, uh, all this kind of stuff, and we are stuck with uh, database connections, like 
our database uh, not suitable probably or we not properly configure some sort of connection so all that kind of stuff but we tried <laughs> you know we are hitting some sort of performance problems you know with the platform and uh, i just like researching and uh, see what's going on on Kamunda, maybe some sort of solutions and suddenly found db project and uh, like uh, i think this is perfect project for our future cases and the current even cases with scalability all this kind of stuff so it was like researching researching part of my weekend like you know when you are trying to figure out how to deal with you with your performance problems okay so you had a scaling problem with commander platform uh, yep uh but i guess we just uh, do not we, we didn't figure out how to configure it properly because we have a lot of knowledge in the platform and uh, you know i don't think that we are practically like stuck with the platform we i think we can like make some sort of improvement or uh, mm. on our configuration or our environment and we can go and leave this the platform but uh, you know i have I interested in distributed computing and because of it, ZB It sounds like you haven't hit the actual theoretical scaling limit of Kamunda platform. It's just a matter of configuration and tuning. But yep. there's like looking at how to do that. But no then problem. you got really interested in ZB because of the distributed systems piece. Yep. Okay, I got it. And what motivated you to become a Kamunda champion? Well, you know, it is just for me regular day-to-day -day activity. Like, you know, you just contributing constantly, trying to like contribute, uh, trying to not do all the stuff that you want for one day. And after, after this, uh, like two months, you without, con without like any pull request, any activity. I trying to like distribute my activity on uh, on open source like wisely i don't try to do all the stuff for one evening just waiting for it and because of it i think i still motivated to contribute and uh, like you know because of it because of this situation like you know i became some of the champion just trying to do on regular basis the same activity like for about for about a year i think it is close to year. I think I start contributing to ZB in August, in previous August. Mm. And, uh, you know, because of it, I became Kamunda champion, I think. Just doing contributions constantly and focusing on the, on the one topic, actually, like on contributing to Kamunda cloud. I think you can be Kamunda champion if you're trying to do every, if you're trying to do everything everywhere with, uh, like this one day, I think you should be focused on the topic. Like you can help Kamuda users on forum. You can actually contribute to Kamuda platform, Kamuda cloud, ZB, documentation, test, but you should choose wisely topics that most interesting for you and continue to work with it. I think this is uh, number one recipe for how to be Kamunda champion, uh, as my perspective, of course. 
I want to say, if you trying to get in to the open source and start contributing, you're not afraid of it. It is not so hard. I can say it is not so. It is a good community, actually. You know, you can start contributing with the one day. There was a lot of issues that you can start working on, and no without actually almost all of them do not have some sort of strict date that you have finished for like for just tomorrow you can you, you need to do it for for tomorrow or it or it fails or it took for you so uh, just start contributing i guess uh, for my opinion this is better the better place for start contributing is come on the cloud db and just have fun and uh, you know you make uh, work better if you open source why you don't start it right now and finally we're heading back to germany to talk with a dynamic duo of Komunda champions jan galinski and simon zambrowski yeah hi everyone my name is jan galinski i'm here with simon zambrowski hello and we both uh, live and work in the beautiful city of Hamburg in Germany, Europe, um, as IT consultants for a company named Holisticon. Yeah, so what is Holisticon? We are founded like uh, 14 years ago. And uh, yeah, we are doing custom software development and IT consultancy for large customers, mostly larger enterprises. We are focused on any kind of technical solutions uh, and usually uh, implementing them uh, in Java. We're doing a lot of software architecture. We're doing a lot of software project management. Actually, some time ago, we also started to, you know, to discover new fields and cover them. So we, we have a security uh, uh, kind of department, basically guys focused on security stuff. Uh, we have big data stuff. Uh, and of course, uh, we are doing a lot of uh, business process management. This is uh, a discipline where Jan, me, you know, have some experience. Have some experience. Yes. Maybe that's the reason why we're here today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my journey uh, to Kamunda, how I came in contact with Kamunda, um, I actually never did anything else than um, business process management. I started in university. Um, then I worked uh, for a couple of years with the SAP NetWeaver uh, reference implementation of BPMN and had some custom engines. And I think a project in the company where, where Simon works as well, but we didn't do the project together. We started doing process automation with a different product. We are fair enough not to name it here. And that was around the area where Camunda was not a product, but this Camunda Fox Camunda was a consultant agency, basically rebranding um, activity. And yeah, we had problems, just to say this way, um, with the, the product we picked and we did a migration while the customer project continued uh, from um, this other product to Camunda Fox. This has been, I don't know, eight years ago. Yeah, it was actually, yeah, so it was, yeah, I, I think as it was started, it was something like six six one, and then let it be six three. I don't know. But and then six two, Camunda Fox six two came out, and that was like you know giving it a new name, 
And in form, just before that, just to, to, to say why it was so valuable, actually, we played around with, with different process engines because this is usually something that you, if you do consultancy and if you do business process management, then it comes to the point where the customer says, you know, what is the base product you would like us to use for this kind of uh, yeah, system engineering? And then um, in, in that days, we were um, spending a lot of time actually in evaluating anything that exists on the market and having the pros and the contras and, you know, to, to pick up the right product. So that was also part of this consultancy because we, as a company, as Holistical, we are kind of uh, vendor neutral. So we say, you know, we are not selling only this one piece of software, but we, we look on the market and we, we pick something that is has the best fit for the customer need. So we were a lot of experimenting with activity, for example, for that moment. And to say the truth, it was horrible because it was, you know, every minor release, it was breaking everything. It was incompatible in, in a way uh, the changes were introduced because it was a completely open source, like, you know, some student write some extension and break actually everything which is completely unreliable and unusable for the, for the enterprise customers, right? So for us, the activity was like, uh, okay, there is a free open source engine there. Uh, you can save money, but you, you get a lot of problems with that. And then Camonda came to the, on, to, on the scene and said, you know, what we will do, we will actually do something like a cherry picking of all the changes uh, that are introduced in the open source uh, version of this product and we maintain the backward compatibility. And that was the major feature where we said, okay, now you can actually ground on this product because it's not, it's not breaking every half a year completely. And that was the decision to say, okay, now let's, let's look on it in, in, a, in a closer sense and let's try the solution with the Camunda Fox. And then later on, Camunda Fox became, you know, then, then there was a definite split. I think 7.0 was... Yeah. Well, that was kind of, you know, we, we cut the, yeah, this backward trail to activity and develop an independent product out of it. And from that point on, we were kind of, I mean, we were convinced before because we, we have then, seen yeah. how, how it works with this cherry picking. But at that point of time, it was clear that this was a very good product. Now, in the meantime... Uh, so um, I had uh, not only this uh, this one project with the uh, with one product, but we were also doing uh, another project in a large insurance where they used also. It, it was you know you you could draw BPMN, but you couldn't execute BPMN because they had some kind of additional language for the execution. And uh, so I had also some experience with other engines. And this idea of, you know, running native uh, BPMN that you model with your customer, that was so fresh and so inspiring uh, that moment of time that we said, you know, this is uh, probably the way to go. Yeah, and then we started, uh, as we are always in charge of uh, what we are saying, uh, <laughs> and uh, we were um, very strongly focused on these enterprise features of Camunda, which is, for example, the stability. Right, so if you if you run a, a simple project, uh, hello world, you can say, ah, you know, I can skip the tests. But if you're doing it for for money for the customer, you want to make sure that these aspects of testing is there. And that's actually the reason why Jan and me were in the very beginning in all this 
discussions uh, with Ben Drucker and with uh, Martin Schimmerk and with all the guys that were there in the early days of Kamunda, discussing a lot of stuff, how testing of processes should be done, what is testing, how to understand this, what's the way, uh, what, the, what the tools are needed and so on. And that's the reason why we are basically contributors to this open source stuff from the very beginning. And uh, I can actually say we, we kind of yeah, grounded or founded that because we, we said, you know, there is a product and there are some aspects that cannot be covered by the product, obviously. And let's do something like community work around this. So that was kind of our slide in into this ecosystem. And then we learned, of course, all the guys in, in Berlin. And uh, that was like, you know, we, we became friends uh, pretty, pretty early. And uh, yeah, so that was uh, as common, I think they were like, I don't know, maybe 10, 15, maybe 10, 15, 10, 15 people. But this, so. is, this is now old, old men talking about the war. Yes, right? yes, yes. So that was before the war. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of the reason. And then again, so why we stayed so long and why we're still there, because it, it proved out that using Kamunda um, enabled us to, to build solid solutions for customers. Even if we maybe made a lot of mistakes, of course, in the other days. But uh, I can't say that we, we, you know, we, we never screwed it really up. It, it, it works until now. And there are still systems there running on these early versions of Commander because it's just, uh, it just, you know, gives you promises and uh, fulfills these promises afterwards. And that was a very, very good foundation for us to, to build solutions. Maybe I want to add to this. Uh, so let me stress this. Uh, what got us hooked and fell in love was that Camonda is not a suite. This is not some process management uh, product that runs on a different server and you somehow talk to it. It's integrated in our day-to-day -day developer uh, life. So we have the same testing tools, the same release management, uh, continuous integration, whatever. And this is why we, why we stayed. And while all our customers we did projects uh, with uh, state, after you use Kamunda, there's never the question, should we use something else? It's maybe, should we switch to ZB now, today? But uh, yeah, that's why we, we uh, have been around for eight years and are still happy and moving on. Yeah, that's a good question. What motivated me to become a Kamunda champion? Of course, I never dreamt of being a Kamunda champion, uh, I think a year ago or two. Um, I think uh, what became clear is that we both are fanboys in a way, and that we both, since these early days, where we, where we somehow set up this community extension project so you, you can contribute code that doesn't have to be part of the core functionality but you can write add-ons and publish them um, over the Kamunda platform Kamunda community hub if you are not familiar is uh, the base for this uh, today yeah we just started doing things um, and we kept doing things and some of them are quite popular uh, Simon already mentioned the testing aspect where we were involved um, we did a lot with SRJ, Mokito, uh, JBehave, J a lot of testing stuff because it's really important for us. And yeah, then, I don't know, it was five years ago, 
I think this is when, when, I, when I got really contributed to the, the community work is when, when I learned about uh, this uh, spring boot. So we have a whole new world. We do not, no longer deploy some var files to some Tomcat or JBoss server. We just write an application and press play on tape. Yeah, this was quite an effort. But um, yeah, I think since then, I maybe felt like a champion because this was really great doing. And um, so when the champion project was introduced, uh, I had some talks with Kamunda and, and, and Luca. And yeah, it uh, feels great. It's not about the title. I mean, it's not that we are recognized on the street or get some free, free money or anything, but it's a great recognition of a great community uh, work and uh, a great progress this community took from having, uh, I don't know what, I think it was a WebEx session back in those days uh, with uh, Bernd and, and Martin until today. Yeah, so for me, becoming a champion is, of course, a, a very large honor. So I'm very happy uh, to get this uh, nomination, actually. Yeah, so even if we do live in the same city and uh, do work for the same company when not the same person, right? So, so we have slightly different ways how we approach stuff. So Jan is more the technical guy. He, he says, you know, there is code first and then we can speak about this. Let me just introduce uh, uh, weeks of coding can save you one hour of thinking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, as for me, um, I'm also uh, pretty interesting in the, the theoretical part, and I'm the person who understands a lot of stuff by writing stuff down. So uh, for me, it was you know solving problems and then explaining this in blogs and in articles and doing presentations and so on. It was never intended to be like we have nothing to do. Let's let's invent some new extension or something like this but it is mo mostly motivated by customer needs, right? So some customer in this almost uh, 10 years came up and said, yeah, we need this and this. And then you say, okay, how you will solve it. And then probably at some point you say, look, this problem is similar to the previous problem that we had by the last customer and uh, to the previous, previous problem seen by the another customer. So you, you, you start to abstract stuff together and say, okay, can we build something like reusable library for this that eases our own life on one, on one hand and maybe change stuff, how you implement certain aspects or whatever. So one of the latest uh, things that were designed like this, for example, is Kamunda BPM data, which is not yet migrated to Kamunda Hub, but is in, in progress of migration, which gives you a way how to manipulate data inside of Kamunda. So process variables, any aspects of them and so on. And we identified some, some possible extensions and some kind of gave it a little bit uh, added value uh, to ease up this introduction of how to use variables, for example, and build a whole library for this. And to say the truth, we are all we are always using our own code. So it's not like the, we, we we build it and then it's it's somewhere there. But usually uh, we we eat our duck food, and in every kind of project that we have currently, we are using the components where we we build on our own. So that's why it's kind of it feels very natural. And uh, of course, as you can imagine, we are both uh, large, uh, big fans of open source. We both believe that that's the way to do stuff, right? So if, you, if you're not doing it commercial, then the best way is to, to put a library on the web 
and let other people use it, find other use cases and contribute it to, to, this, to this open source and extend the solution. Another important aspect of this open source, and this is something that we learned actually from our customers, is that if you come as a consultancy to, to, to the customer and start to, you know, to introduce your own closed source libraries, then customers become a little bit picky and saying, uh, wait, are you trying to lock me in to something so that you are the only guy who can, who can, who can maintain my software in 25 years? And open source is actually the best answer to this. You say, no, it's not my library. We developed this initially, but it's public open source. You can, you can fork it, you can modify it. If you want to, if you found a bug, you can, you can fix this bug. And this is very important uh, basically for the acceptance of these kind of solutions, uh, especially in, you know, in, in conservative enterprises who say, okay, only that uh, something that has money uh, or only something that I pay money for is valuable. <laughs> there are some companies like this. And then it's kind of, uh, usually it's, it's kind of discussion, but then if the company is open to the open source solutions, you say, look, there is a library, look, there are maintainers, uh, there is a community behind it. And uh, I think this is the aspect of community that is very, very, very important, that you have the whole ecosystem of, of tools. Uh, some of them are commercial, there is a main product that is commercial, and then there is a bunch of tools uh, which are open source around them. And there is a forum now where you can ask questions, which is wonderful. And uh, uh, there, are, there are podcasts, exactly. Uh, and uh, one of the uh, funny things, uh, so Jan is a bit much better there than me. I mean, along with the forum, there is Tech Overflow, like uh, central central developer uh, place to find answers. The funny anecdote with this is uh, if you forgot something and you, you want to, and you think it should work, something like this. So how, how can I do this? And then you go to, to Stack Overflow, type the question in, and then you find out, okay, this is the question that Jan asked like uh, 2015. And then you, you scroll down and you see, okay, the answer is also from Jan, <laughs> 2015, two, late, two months later. So he actually was in this situation. He, he asked this question and then he found a solution and documented it there. And they, this is the point where, you know, you feel this, this really works. That basically you find the correct answers to, to the questions that arise around the, the program. The sad thing of getting old is that this happens to me as well. So when I don't know how to do something and I search and I end up with Stack Overflow, I see that I answered my own question <laughs> three years ago already, so I can copy paste the example. Yeah, and I think it's also a kind of, uh, so uh, you guys uh, did a very good job uh, regarding this champion program because now it's kind of, if you speak with people, they, they kind of, I mean, I don't need it personally that people kind of look up and say, hey, you're a champion, right? But you see that there is kind of this new vision that people say, look, uh, contributing to, to community is not just uh, getting the high score in the number of uh, Stack Overflow answers or in forum, but, you know, you get nominated, you get, uh, there, is a, there is some marketing around this, uh, you know, and this is, this is a very, very nice feeling in the end, because uh, it's not only about us, right? So it's, it's about all the people that will follow and become, come on the champions at some point, right?
And to say the truth, I, I, I love the name because uh, doing Java is, uh, you know that there is this uh, Java champion uh, program that was around for years, like uh, established by Sun Microsystems uh, long days ago. And uh, actually we have, uh, it's, it's, so now I don't know what Oracle is doing there, but, but uh, in time of Sun Microsystems, it was very few people in the world who got this title. And we are lucky because uh, one of the guys who, uh, that uh, grounded uh, or founded our company, Holisticon, is Oliver Inns, and he is actually uh, a Java champion. So he was uh, contributing to the EGB 2.1 spec, and then later on an EGB 3.1 spec. So he, he became this title from Sun Microsystems. And for me, it was like, you know, as a young professional coming to the company, it was like, wow, I work with one of three Java champions in Germany, and there are only three. And he's kind of, you know, he's the guy who, who put everything together, this effort to contribute to the ecosystem. And uh, now, like, you know, years later, we got this. And uh, of course, you think of, uh, there is a parallel between these two stuff, and you think, hey, <laughs> you made it, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> That's the Komunda Champions program, folks, and some of our global community of Komunda Champions. Applications are open for the next round of Komunda Champions. If you're interested in applying to be a Komunda Champion, go to komunda.com forward slash developers forward slash champions. Thanks for tuning in for this episode of Komunda Nation. Until next time, stay safe out there and keep automating those processes. Roll the credits! Audio engineering provided by Inclusion Audio Production. Check them out at inclusionaudio.com. And the soundtrack is provided by the legendary Japanese progressive house DJ Shingo Nakamura, courtesy of monstercat.com. <laughs> <laughs>